it was a bit frustrating seeing like, well, this is art and this is not art because you're doing not on, on a like physical media, but uh, on a, in, in a digital world. It's, it shouldn't be called art. Like why, uh, why, why people invest like 10 years uh, to making some beautiful, I'm not talking about just myself, right? Uh, about all these uh, digital painters, sculptors, like motion designers, they are investing so much uh, resources of like the time uh, to master the scene and uh, seeing that uh, they was treated like a second grade art uh, from from like convenient uh, conventional art world was very frustrating to me. So finally, the world just catched up to what actually happening. Like we we live in digital already. How many years? It should be at least the same value as a physical thing. Welcome to the Proof of Talk blockchain podcast. My name is Alex and our mission is to help you get started in the blockchain space. This is why we are talking to experts from the fields of NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse, Web3 and much more once a week. For today, let's get started and let's fall a bit deeper into the blockchain rabbit hole together. Hello guys, <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for uh, having time for me. Mm, very Thank welcome, you, you two. Yeah. <laughs> sure. well, very welcome. You two are NFT art experts. And before I say anything about you, you can just introduce yourself to our audience and tell a bit about yourself. Sure, I can start. Uh, my name is Angel Keen, and I'm the co-founder of snark.art. And we, what we are doing, we are NFT studio. We started very, very early back in 2018. Uh, at the time, there was no even this word NFT. They called it blockchain art. And since then, we've been producing artworks, uh, blockchain-based art, artworks, NFT artworks, working with many artists. Yeah, and but we, we did like more than 10 collections. And so I've been in this industry almost from the beginning. Yeah, I think this is about me. And we've been working with Daniel, um, I think, for the last couple of years. And we know each other maybe like for three years. Time's uh, been, I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. three years already. It's it crazy. is, it is. Should I do the same? Sure, uh, come on. Well, I'm not an expert. You are like overestimating how far am I gone. But, uh, well, my name is Daniel, Daniel Krivaruchka. I'm Ukrainian born. 10 years I've spent uh, here in New York, in the U.S., and a digital artist, I guess, because I've been like doing different things for 20 plus years. It's hard to tell already. I mean, I've been in digital, mobile design, print design, art directing, creative directing, then visual effects, motion design. And now, like last year, I guess, was mostly NFT projects with Andy. That's it, I guess. Super short, one minute impression of uh, my 20 something. <laughs> How did it feel like to squeeze that in into one minute? No, but seriously. Uh, yeah. A lot of juice like went. <laughs> yeah, awesome, guys. Maybe we can talk a bit about why it makes sense to combine art, blockchain, and NFTs. And I think the whole movement around NFTs, the last year has been obviously the year of the NFTs out there. And uh, now it's a bit cooled down. And I think in bear market, we always see more innovation than hype around certain topics and i really enjoy seeing that nfts are not a hype thing anymore but we are seeing now real blue chip projects we are seeing innovation 
And I'm not so deep into NFT and art, to be honest. I've seen some uh, things and I was always wondering what is the use case, who is behind that, why is the community so shitty or what happened there and these kind of things. And I was always wondering why I put it on an on a blockchain or something like that. And then I discovered uh, dynamic NFTs combined with art and I was like, okay, this is very interesting. This is something... I want to explore further because this is somehow um, even more disturbing than what I already knew about the the whole scene. <laughs> but it really made me feel like, okay, I want to work with that or I want to understand and I just want to see the, the huge value behind that because I, I really found that, okay, this is my entry into the NFT art space dynamic nfts so it got me and seriously i had a look uh, um, around some projects i don't know uh, of course you know beeple this was my entry <laughs> and of course beeple is another kind of i don't know it's a hype thing i'm hmm, i don't know but i had a look uh, <laughs> into some uh, smaller projects and i really think art is so fucking important because it's a uh, medium of communication and communication is uh, nowadays sometimes it's a problem with censorship sometimes it's a problem with influencing people and i think art and music has been always ways of communicating truth and opinion and i don't know what so i thought to myself okay if if there is a chance to to have a look at um art in the nft space i want to see like really nice stuff and i think you too can tell me a bit more why it makes sense to combine these things like nfts and art for anyone out there who's maybe not so deep into crypto i think into art of course we are all artists uh, somehow and i think art is something we already uh, know how to to grasp that but maybe art on the blockchain is something so weird and new maybe we can talk about why that just makes sense or why it does make sense if you want to talk about that as well <laughs> okay, okay. what doesn't make sense i think it doesn't make sense to, that random people just put everything on the blockchain that doesn't make sense for me but anyway. <laughs> uh this actually reminded me how i first like heard about art and nfts uh, art art and blockchain And that was, I think, back in 2017. And I was uh, like involved in the crypto community a little bit, just as a mostly as like game, like with the hype of like Bitcoin and, and Ethereum. There was Ethereum ICO like a year before that. And I was like investing a little bit, like while, while I was living in New York. And then like some ad pop, popped up uh, uh, that there would be art and blockchain conference in New York. And I thought, wow. This is a super weird combination, art and blockchain. What uh, like these things can have in common? And I immediately decided to go. It was actually amazing, and I thought it would be a huge conference, but in reality, there were like I don't know, 30, maybe 40 people there. They actually gathered all together for the first time, trying to discuss the ideas of digital ownership. And it actually blew my mind. The, the idea that you can own something in the internet—it's such a fresh idea like like people never thought of owning something digital before you know like when you're looking into like like surfing the web like like this is like you you, you can't think that like oh, yeah this is mine this is not mine you know like this is some, some something new 
and the idea that you can own something on the internet and the actually that now there is a tool that can help you to own and to transfer the ownership. At this conference, I met this uh, Matt and John guys from CryptoPunks that had at the time this collection. And also there were Dapper Labs. There's a great team that uh, launched CryptoKitties that made like one more step behind it. They made the digital things interactive. So they made them great. I think interesting mechanics around that. It changed my life completely immediately. Like I felt like after this conference, I felt that the, the, the whole world changed not only for me, but like for everyone. So like I immediately thought, it, yes, like now it's like a completely different time. We need to, to do something around it. And I started like StarCard, like maybe like a couple months. The idea of uh, working with artists and helping them to actually produce interesting digital things can be interactive or cannot be interactive, but can be like valuable works of art that could be sold or purchased or interacted with. Nice. Okay. That's cool. You want to add something? Uh, well, yes, for sure. <laughs> because uh, my perspective is completely different. I, I had two degrees. One is uh, computer science. The other one is graphic design. It never felt to me that it's a separate uh, thing. Like, through all my life, I, I've been doing both, like uh, computer science and, and art, basically. And the blockchain was just a missing link that actually helped like uh, tie these things together for not for myself, but for like audience. I already been some things like art related with connection with data processing, like all all this stuff. So it felt only natural that this whole generation of digital artists will finally get something from what they like do not only likes on instagram but <laughs> a bit more like uh, for greater art, art community so to me yeah it was a very natural process and i've been with crypto a bit and i think i invested one year earlier than <laughs> than andy uh, never i changed my profession to that uh, i've been doing some motion design and only a year ago i've seen a lot of uh, friends of mine who was in motion design and in digital design started doing their nft projects and that's when andy came and said like well we should do something together and, and the funny thing our first uh, collection we did together was actually created eight years before that so it was like generative a uh, thousand of generative characters no one cared about that back in 13. So yeah, it was like uh, nine years ago already. There is no way to monetize this thing back then. So I just created it as an art project and they lived in the internet for these nine years. And then Andy came and said like, well, that's what is uh, people are selling right now as like super new thing. And you've been doing it for nine years already. Why, why don't create a collection out of this? And that's how our uh, collective work uh, started. That's so, nice. Yeah, to me, it makes perfect as like from artist point of view, uh, NFTs uh, is all about art. It makes perfect sense to like finally digital artists have uh, resources uh, to do what they like do and have appreciation, like even in the money uh, for what they deserved. It was a bit frustrating seeing like, well, this is art and this is not art because you're doing not on, on a like physical media, but uh, on a, in, in a digital world. It's, it shouldn't be called art. Like why? Uh, why? Why people invest like 10 years uh, to making some beautiful... I'm not talking about just myself, right? Uh, about all these uh, digital painters, sculptors, like motion designers. They are investing so much uh, 
resources of like the time uh, to master the scene and uh, seeing that uh, they was treated like a second grade art uh, from from like convenient uh, conventional art world was very frustrating to me. So finally, the world just catched up to what actually happening. Like we, we live in digital already how many years? It should be at least the same value as a physical thing. That's a good point because yeah. that's actually very true and I never thought about that until you said it now. Everything is digital. Why art is not digital? That doesn't make <laughs> sense. <laughs> that's a good point. That's cool. Uh, I will put the links to your art, of course, in the comments. So while you are listening to that, you can have a look at the art. And I think that just makes sense to have a look at it while we talk about it. Yeah, just tell me a bit more about the pros and cons of putting your art on a blockchain. Because for me, I I wasn't really part of it, but a friend of mine, he has an art project and he he's working with NFTs. And what I saw from the outside was like, wow, it is so much work, <laughs> so much work. And it's such a hustle because which blockchain to use, how to reach a community, how to build a community and all of that uh, seemed pretty, um, a lot of things to do, to think about, to learn and to digest. And I really felt like it was worth it because in the end, the product was very cool and was one of my very first NFTs because I never bought any NFT But this one, I was like, okay, dude, I have to have this because I saw how it grew. And yeah, I simply liked the process of of this whole project. And maybe you can tell me a bit more about what your experience is. What are the big pros and cons while even in the process and, of course, all around that? Is it easier to reach certain audience? Is it harder? Is it different? What is it? I can give you a view from like artist's uh, point of view. Andy will tell you more like from marketing or business side. Anyway, how do I see that? It's the same as with any different kind of art. As you absolutely correctly said, everyone is an artist, but not everyone can make a living out of their art. And 100% true for any art field, not only like NFTs, blockchain. So if you bought a camera, it doesn't make you a successful photographer and you can provide for your family and out just of your photography. There are a lot of uh, steps in between having a camera and being sustainable as a photographer. The same goes for digital art. NFTs is one more way you can become successful, but it's obviously absolutely not guaranteed as in any art field. It, it has different trajectory a bit because it's like democratizing art world to some degree. But still, if you paint something, uh, you cannot expect that next day will be auction for, for your work and you will make millions. So for some reason, I don't know why, a year ago, people looking at really very successful artists, like digital artists, saw that if people can make it, like everyone can make 60 million for each work. And after that, they were frustrated, obviously, because uh, it, it doesn't work this way. Maybe it was a bit easier, uh, especially uh, last year, because all this uh, hype happened and uh, it was uh, very like 
random. So people who just threw money to random things and why maybe some like people who didn't deserve getting a lot get it and that's even more like hype train but in general especially now when the hype is settling down and we are in beer market or like to me it's like normal market it's, it shouldn't be in downtrend we just get into like normal things now yeah. so it feels like uh, it becomes uh, more like regulated and and you understand if people like do something interesting if they're talented if they have good connections in the art world they will be successful and if not well you have to work for it and you have to be lucky like i understand that the place i am right now it's i don't know 50% of uh, what i did and 50% of luck i just uh, been in the right place with right people that's that's how it starts and then you have this reinforcement uh, loop so you have first successful project you have resources and will to do the next one more complicated more interesting one and it continues this way so that's probably how like yeah i can add uh, to this maybe that like nfts especially like collections this is a an interesting like a new business model for, for artists and for art like in the traditional art world like the artist usually creates one piece of art or maybe like several and then trying to kind of to sell it as like, oh, maybe not artists like herself, but the like galleries try to sell it at the highest possible price. Here like in, in collections, there are, since like artworks are digital, so like it's relatively possible to create thousands of them. So, and then artists distribute this collection to the community at a relatively small price. And then artists will together with the community, you know, work to actually make this collection more and more valuable. So it's a kind of, it's a slightly, it's, it's a more like a communal approach versus to like kind of like one-of-one one approach, which is, I think, really, really interesting. And still, I think we are like scratching the surface here. And it's, it's very powerful approach when there are like potentially thousands of people can that can help you to win and to value. It also can pay, pay like to be painful when these, when the community like hate you as a result. So it's a kind of. But all these like relations, so it's, it's, it reminds me it's a little bit of a performance thing, you know? So it's not like a just digital art, so it's way between visual art and performance. So it's like also about a little bit about storytelling. It's a little bit like how you like, you're talking to, to, to the community, how community thinks about the project. Like this is, it's, 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 it's a new medium uh, in a way. And that makes it like really, really interesting. And it's like a huge pro of this, of this approach. But it's also like, it, it creates a problem because like, the, the community you need to, like, an artist need to deal with. And it's, it's a global community. And it's, like, 24-7. And, of course, people, like, want to, to interact, want to engage. And it might, like, drive, like, artists and ours are, like, really crazy. It's, it's, it's really exhausting, especially. Like, most of artists, they are introverts. They actually, they can uh, talk to the collectors for some time, but not all the time. You know, they, they can't engage. So it's, 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 it's really tiring. Crazy. Never thought about well, that. That's why the mm -hmm. normal <laughs> normal artists have the <laughs> galleries because uh, you don't go in like door to door with your picture, right? Uh, no. So like this is a cool piece. Just want to buy it? Like uh, maybe it happens for someone, mm -hmm. but it's a very unusual way. So mm -hmm. there is a group of people who specialize in connecting artists to the buyers. Uh, here, uh, yes, it's more direct approach and. It uh, costs you a lot of energy, yeah. for sure, especially like uh, if you mentally 
prepared uh, for this kind of uh, work. And you probably not because you've been yeah. like all your life you've been doing art, not just uh, like talking to people and telling uh, them that it's a valuable thing. Obviously valuable for me. Like <laughs> otherwise, why, why why would I spend uh, sometimes? Why do I have convince anyone about that? It's a very different kind of mindset and mm-hmm. to be prepared. <sighs> Yeah, I feel you because with this podcast, I uh, had a similar experience because I'm an introvert and I now had to learn how to be an extrovert introvert. So I need my my alone time and I need to have it very strictly because in my job time, I need to be very talkative and communicative. And I love it because it seems like it fits me, but I had to learn it. In the mm-hmm. first couple of recordings, I was so tired afterwards. I, I just took a nap <laughs> because I was like, oh, my God, so, I yeah. had to talk to people for one hour. How is that possible? <laughs> so I feel you. This is uh, <laughs> this crazy, but yeah. um, it's a journey. And I think personal development is uh, crazily necessary in our times as well. So yeah, it's uh, a lot uh, about uh, successes. About what I don't know. Like, uh, do I'm like very rare communicate to people outside of my bubble. But uh, in a design community, we always uh, been talking about like soft skills and hard skills. Hard skills is like what you draw, what how good you as a designer, and soft skills is. Uh, why you actually got hired because if you're a shitty person and no one wants to be with, like near to you within the studio it means yeah like who cares how good are you as a designer no one wants to work with you like how reliable are you like all the stuff it's uh, how how good are you in communicating your ideas it's the same in, in every different uh, profession to conventional art world you know like, it's, like oh, traditional I'm, artists can be different i have no idea why <laughs> do they get away with their behavior it's like, like andy had so much more experience uh, my limited experience for some reason, uh, behave like like kids, uh, years, six years old. Uh, tantrum. Which, they throw tantrums. Yeah, 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 they throw tantrums. They're not responsible for what mm-hmm. they like tell and do. Obviously, I'm g- generalized. There are very different kind of uh, people within the art community. But I limited experience. I was uh, surprised how do they behave and feel like they can get away with it uh, yeah. because for some reason the people around oh they are artists they can do whatever they yeah. want like uh, it's about inspiration not about being like a normal human go fuck yourself yeah. like, uh, i don't get it i don't like it uh, being like normal people first of all and then whatever like they are uh, in their mind exactly i had the same experience to be honest because my father is uh, an artist and whenever I met his, no, 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 I love it. I love it. And whenever I met his friends, I cannot say anything about my father because uh, I am obviously, uh, I cannot say anything because I like him because it's hard to tell if he's a jerk. I don't know. Uh, but his friends, it was exactly like that. And maybe this is why I thought we are putting this on the blockchain now forever. I don't know about that. <laughs> Okay, but let's talk about uh, NFT and art. What is your favorite art NFT project out there? Can be one of yours, obviously. And maybe tell me why this is so uh, impressive to you. Well, talking about there are, there are many of them. Really, I personally like uh, the project that I'm trying to push the boundaries. Conceptual art. There's an artwork that I like a lot. It's a, it's 
located on the website, uh, and that's actually the name of the artwork. This artwork is always on sale.com. And uh, this is it's a kind of artwork, and this is the, the idea of the artwork is pretty simple but interesting. So the artwork needs to pay 5% royalties to the creator all the time. And of the artwork actually set up the sales. And if the sale price is too low, then she pays less to the artist. But it means that somebody can buy this artwork from you. Price is too high, then you're paying too much to the artist in terms of the royalties. And this is the whole artwork. There is nothing else there, just the concept. And this I is a beautiful. Yeah, I love it as well. So like this type of art is like, <laughs> it's, and of course it's on blockchain. It's a mm-hmm. token, and, and you can buy it, and you instantly tra- tradable. But it makes kind of like NFT. It, 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 it's all about money, but a lot about money. But I really like projects that are kind of like playing with this money concept. Kind of like money as a medium, you know, like so kind of making it like art around it. Really like yeah. that idea. Cool. He will be this uh, extrovert artist and say like my favorite one is mine, for sure. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Otherwise, I would never like yeah. work on it <laughs> if it uh, wasn't like that good. Why? Why do I spend my my time on that? But I mean. I mean it. Yeah, like our previous project, uh, OG Crystals, I do love the fact that uh, it wasn't possible uh, without blockchain. Mm. It's not like creating art and put it onto blockchain. Like uh, it's uh, it's still uh, some like slapping something on top uh, sticker. Oh, that's that's my art, and now it's uh, NFT art. This collection, OG Crystals, doesn't make sense. Like it couldn't work without blockchain. The idea, like concept uh, within the project made this way that uh, without blockchain it couldn't exist and uh, to me that's what actually nft art should be about like should use media not live within this media otherwise uh, why it's nft art it's just art what you try to sell through like blockchain it's very different familiar i don't know like uh, maybe for for your listeners uh, it will be easier to digest it this way if you're familiar with watchman comics uh, i i'm a huge fan of comics there is was a uh, watchman and was genius because uh, if you read it you understand that uh, how they organize uh, the story like visually and from like uh, narrative wise it wouldn't work if it wasn't a comics so it like plays with the boundaries and the way you consume the story, the media works. Uh, and if you put it uh, out, uh, like create a like movie or cartoon or something, it would be a different story. It wouldn't work this way. So I obviously cannot like compare myself to Watchmen <laughs> in like uh, on the moon compared to, to my level. But still, the idea of the result being so integrated with the media that it couldn't work without it. It's something that uh, fascinates me. And uh, like that's why OG Crystal is my favorite project by far. It's not like uh, there wasn't any like that since we started and maybe there were some before. But uh, if you, I have to select from are equally nice and one of them are mine, well, mine is better. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, I had a look at the project and I really liked it. And uh, it's quite hard to impress me. Uh, not Thank that you. I'm a huge art critic. What does my opinion account? So it uh, doesn't matter what I say, but I really liked it. First thing I thought like, this is interesting. I want to know more. So basically this is uh 
even for not artsy people, somehow interesting. Maybe you can uh, tell me or us a bit more about the project, uh, especially for somebody who didn't have the chance to have a look yet. <laughs> and maybe a bit about the vision, what you have been creating and the process maybe. And you start. Uh, we've been co-founders okay. uh, on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might less like, talk about the vision. I will leave this to Daniel, but I'll talk about the mechanics and how it works. So this, this is the idea of uh, like when the, the whole idea of dynamic NFT started. So it starts when uh, collectors seeds of crystals. So you actually, like, if you're a collector, you're purchasing a seed. Decide to sell this crystal to Daniel. Then at the moment of sale, analyzes uh, Daniel's wallet data. And based on this data, like how old is the wallet? How much money is in the wallet? What other NFT collections are in the wallet? So, and this data is used to actually update the crystal growth by selling. So, and then if Daniel sells this crystal to me, then crystal keeps growing. So in a way, crystal has identity of all the, its previous owners. It's the concept. So and the, the 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 crystal stops growing like after seven iterations or after two months, whatever happened past. Uh, like uh, general concept. And we launched the project. We didn't expect much, you know. Like we thought, okay, we will we will announce it. It's a lot. Like why? Okay. Do you <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but like it's uh, it's the, the whole idea. It's actually resonated with community and like I, I remember this first week when it's like we got I don't know like five thousand people in Discord, like all talking about the project and posing ideas and like just like shared the, the the excitement and so we all became excited as well. And also at some point, Daniel uh, came up with this brilliant idea that the crystal can depend on uh, what exactly you have in your wallet. So, for example, if you have a CryptoPunk in your wallet, then there is a chance that you will have like a punkish theme in the crystal. And this, nice. of course, I imagine it, it brought a lot of uh, a lot of holders, but it also created additional uh, reason for people to collect specific traits. And I'm, by, by the way, I'm one of them. Like I, I really love the MeBits uh, feature, and I'm like really collecting. I like really crystals with this feature, <laughs> panics and the and the logic, but about the inspiration and the vision. This is <laughs> well, I, I double down on mechanics too because too because uh, I'm proud that uh, what we come up with. Uh, Add on top of uh, what Andy said, that still becomes not only for each uh, owner, like uh, through hands of which it went through, but it represents like a blockchain basically, right? Because uh, it's an ownership from one to other to other, but it always have this like breadcrumbs back to history, like, uh, and it's stored within the crystal. So conceptually, it, it makes so much sense. Uh, I, I do love that the fact that the crystal as NFT, like how it looks like, represents the history. It's not only just like, uh, and then it's uh, unchanged going from owner to owner as a regular art uh, dance with the possibility to you. And that's uh, why I, I do love that uh, the fact that uh, it, it actually uses blockchain uh, to change the art and keep it still, keep like personal for, for everyone and, and interesting. And this idea of uh, we have to, give up something to let it uh, develop uh, because you have to sell something, right? Uh, otherwise, it will would not grow. It will be just in this like seed state. Uh, it's very 
interesting and, and uh, I, I do love it as again as an artist uh, that's how how you thread your like uh, artwork as, and and your kids basically right you you create something you invest so much but then you have to let it go to this thing to develop and, and change and flourish so uh, I do love like on conceptual level this uh, so much um, and uh, from just from uh, I don't know, not a design, but a technical stand of point. It's, uh, it was a really interesting achievement, like uh, as a collection itself, because uh, before us, no one tried to create things uh, like on that level of complexity for uh, updating. So because there were interesting NFT projects and how, how it usually works. People come up with idea, spend a lot of time on designing the scene, then spend some time actually creating, you know, thousand or ten thousand pieces. Then put it on blockchain and sell, and that's it. So we have full control over the whole process, right? Uh, uh, over here, because it was dynamic, uh, you couldn't do that before, right? Uh, so, like, because we use data from every single buyer from the wallets or from the uh, from the buyers, uh, you cannot reproduce the things so it has to work uh, like basically creating the things on demand and uh, if you check the collection it's like really complex 3d objects uh, with very high-end uh, rendering all the stuff like that uh, and making this even like possible uh, was a huge accomplishment and that's where this uh, new platform OG platform that uh, snark uh, currently developed I mean, they had already developed it and releasing uh, to the world. It's uh, was uh, I don't know where it started and where we develop all these ideas because technically it's it's crazy challenging. It's basically creating a bridge between a blockchain and uh, very high end uh, uh, like rendering and three D pipeline, which usually live in very separate worlds like they never mix together because of the like software and hardware we used it's like what you see in high profile you know tv shows or hollywood movies uh, and uh, it was uh, put together with uh, blockchain technology and all this stuff so i i forgot the question but yeah maybe Sorry. just to add a little a little bit on top of it as, as uh, the, the whole idea is actually, I never thought about this initially, but like when like we started doing crystals, the, the idea that, uh, collectors actually become more like co-creators. So like uh, the artist actually like brings the idea to the community kind of like the, the code, I would say. Yeah. And then, uh, the, the whole collection is actually shaped by, by the community. So they, they are creating it. And again, this is makes me, makes interesting. Like the, the whole idea of participation. And the whole idea of being co-creators, it actually resonated with uh, with the community a lot. And that's actually, I really believe that this is the future of art. Like collectors and everyone, they just don't want to be just like passive owners. They want more. And it's like we see it everywhere. It's like gaming versus, uh, I don't know, like TV shows. You know, like this is like, this is like where I think the art go, goes as well. More participation and less just uh, passive ownership. Okay, cool. How does it work from a technical point of view? Which blockchain did you choose and why? 
Well, we chose Ethereum. Uh, it's uh, like we, but they chose it like less for the technical reasons. It's just because it, at at that time it was like the blockchain for for NFTs. So like all collectors were on this blockchain, and uh, it was just like reasonable to do it because other, otherwise it would be like super painful to actually but uh, to execute the project. Right now, like like after like one year, there are like like several more blockchains, and probably I don't know like we could and should try you know like two two uh, projects on on different blockchains. But again, like right now, Ethereum switched to proof of stake, so like it it has like less downsides uh, th- th- than before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, and how does uh, it the cost of cost of transactions is yeah, it's crazy. Higher. But yeah. you so, can like, use tools. I, I do I do love the fact that. Uh, I am not responsible for that much burning of electricity for, for no reason. It's good to know. And uh, we actually, like for both our collections, we tried at least to like mitigate the fact. Uh, so we donated uh, a significant amount uh, from, from income we had to offset uh, carbon footprint and like donate to different uh, ecologically related organizations. I understand that like uh, for... Uh, maximalists it wouldn't be enough you shouldn't participate in this activity at all but uh, i'm not a maximalist so uh, i I understand that uh, i consume energy like by every second of my modern way of life and i at least try to somehow offset and shift it uh, to i mean i understand that it's a somewhere in morally gray uh, area. It's not uh, black and white, but uh, well, as adult, I have to deal with a lot of great gray, gray areas, unfortunately. <laughs> like you have to do these choices. But uh, yeah, and, and uh, in fact, it's, it's funny that uh, uh, we had some like uh, upsides from using Ethereum, obviously, because uh, as Andy said, uh, all the market uh, was uh, on Ethereum, like NFT market. But uh, we had lots of problems uh, with our collections too. collection uh, the second one i mean crystals because uh, as we already talked about this uh, the whole mechanics was about buying and selling so this had to do like had to happen very frequently to allow the collection to grow like to go from the seed to these beautiful crystals and the problem was uh, it was out of our control, but uh, it happened that launch of the collection was exactly at the same time as a lot of uh, like uh, not NFT-related things happened uh, on Ethereum simultaneously, and that's why the price for each transaction was like gas price was ridiculous. So it uh, unfortunately put a lot of pressure on the collection because people had to invest a lot just to like use the mechanics. Uh, Obviously, we, we couldn't plan for that because uh, if you like see a gas prices for, I don't know, like 40 to 50 for last uh, three years and then suddenly for next, like right after you start uh, uh, for next three or five months, uh, I, I don't remember exact numbers, but it was like five times more than that on average. So it was very frustrating to me to understand that well, I, I couldn't predict that, obviously, and uh, it uh, doesn't allow as much interaction, interaction within the collection as I, I planned and wished to happen. But uh, right, right. Like, on the other side, it, it makes every single fully grown crystal more, uh, I don't know, 
valuable because people had to invest a lot just uh, to just to allow this to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Just to give give you an idea to make like a fully grown crystal to come through like like there's like six iterations of growth. It would cost an average collector like additional six maybe two to seven hundred dollars, which is insane, you know. And people, of course, people were upset, you know, like and. Uh, because like you, you need to buy a crystal, but then to grow it, you know, to make it like the fully grown, you need to spend like a lot of money. So like some crystals are still ungrown, and we thought like right now, like after a year, the 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 gas prices went down. We thought maybe we would need to kind of to reopen the growth period so people would actually finish the growing. But the community said no way. It was like actually a like surprise for me. I thought I thought like they would say, "Yeah, why not?" Yeah, like, yeah, sure. Cool. I was all in, yeah. and I'm not even involved. No. <laughs> yeah, but 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 the but the way it's like so strict that this was a, this is an artwork. It was an experience, an experiment, and it's done and it's finished. And so like that, it, it makes it valuable just because of it. And now it's because it, it is it is a part of history. And so the, the, we have like a DAO in the in in, in the in the community. So they voted just like never open the growth again. Which we respect, a, of course. It's a good segue because uh, if you wanted to participate, we are about to launch a new collection, which uh, has a lot of uh, interesting features in it and it will be dynamic again. And uh, it's actually like built upon uh, the things we learned awesome. uh, on, on G Crystals. So you don't have to buy uh, from anyone else to yeah. let it grow. <laughs> okay, that's very yeah. nice to know. Share the link with me. I will share it with the audience and I will be sure I'll be one of uh, the buyers because I was pretty <laughs> sad that I missed out on the crystal thing. And I just thought if they reopen, <laughs> I, I have a uh, chance. Yeah, people were super against and uh, I mean, yeah. it's... Uh, it, it doesn't surprise me that much because of how how much the like time and effort they invested, knowing that uh, it will be like frozen at this specific point. Mm -hmm. uh, so people usually don't like the fact that uh, rules are changed after they already invested something. Like uh, yeah. people usually, uh, at least. So I understand the audience. Like uh, it could bring new audience for sure uh, if we reintroduce growing. Uh, so people will like try to interact and then uh, see how it goes, uh, experience it by themselves. But people who already were, uh, and they are super important because they are our community, not newcomers, but what mm. we call like OGs who been with us for one year. They obviously were against that. And because we have a DAO, we just uh, put it uh, like uh, for people have a voice. Uh, yeah. That's, that's uh, like uh, other side of uh, creating like, public collection it's not about uh after you release the rules it's uh you have to like uh give up s at least some some parts uh, of ownership so you should have people like have their voice and if they against something well we should follow <laughs> yeah. awesome yeah. do you already want to share some details about the new project or is it super secret Oh, no, but actually, we, we announced it yesterday, so like it's yeah, uh, super yeah, fresh, yeah, yes. super fresh, <laughs> yeah, right, right on time. Nice. Yeah, so we can this like we can talk about it in details, but the one thing you know like that it has the opposite dynamic, so it actually starts changing and developing if you don't sell it, if you just keep it, and that's actually like yesterday, like there were like several people that like reached me in the uh, direct message and asked. 
will it be the same like with crystals? What would I need, you know, to sell it? I said, no, it's the opposite. I said, oh, what a relief. I'm so happy. <laughs> so like, I just, I just need to do nothing and they will be grown. I said, yes. Oh, that's what I like. That's a, so yeah. like, this is like, yeah, this is the opposite dynamic. But yeah, like, that's, that's, uh, yeah, because, uh, I, I was involved in creating like boss mechanics and, uh, and we had a like third collection in common. So because uh, it's uh, it's for it goes from one OG crystals to a platform, and the plan is to have a lot happening on on a platform. It's not just like uh, one or two collections. So it, it's ongoing process. It will build, and uh, uh, all participants will benefit from having like bigger and bigger community. But the thing is like. Uh, after OG Crystals, uh, I was involved in creating mechanics for two different uh, new collections, and they both somehow feel uh, connected to Crystals. Uh, some ideas are shared, but they, they go like in very different directions. Uh, and, and it's funny to when when you have like all three together, you can clearly see they have something in common. But how like even little changes can can change a lot uh, like of expected behavior. Because yeah, uh, for crystals you have to like give it up, uh, put it on sale. Someone buys it from you, you buy from someone else, and that's how like uh, development goes. Over here, it's quite opposite. So you buy something, and while you keep it, it changes and grows. And uh, but if you, the moment you put it on the market, so we decide like I want to sell it, and they put it uh, on an open sea for sale, it stops growing. It's just like frozen time and waits for someone else to pick it up and give this like ownership power to it. Uh, and that's how it's uh, going to reveal. And the other interesting thing is, uh, uh, well, if you're familiar with uh, the collections, uh, usually all the qualities are pre-built. And that's why like on the day one, you own something, you can compare it, how rare it is, right? Uh, compare it to all other participants and say like, well, my is number whatever, 10. So it should be much more valuable than any other below for like uh, for, for market. Over here, this process of uh, revealing is extended for almost uh, three months because uh, the thing you got, it's basically, again, as a seed, but you don't know like what's inside and it gradually opens through whole like this period. So until the very last uh, day, it keeps changing, absorbing something from, from like qualities of your wallet. Uh, what you own, we have almost like 50 collections like as uh, our partners, some are official, some are unofficial. But so what you have NFTs from different collections you have in your wallet will affect how your NFT will look like and what actions you do as uh, like well, not you, but your wallet. Uh, we, we can't like spy on you, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, the data on the blockchain is publicly available, so that's where we, we take this data. It affects uh, where this uh, NFT will grow into, and uh, only on the last day of growing, you can compare it to everything, everyone else, and see. Well, I built something like with a rank of that. If you're interested in that. Or you can just uh, focus on visuals and like try to build something that's uh, really appealing to what what you find beautiful. So it's it's, it's interesting and very different dynamic. And uh, unfortunately, we, we haven't released the third one yet. But again, it will be built upon OG Crystal's mechanics in a very different way, and uh, it's it will have interesting 
things happening within it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, talking about the concept uh, uh, of this uh, of the of this new collection, it's a uh, it's a collaboration of uh, Daniel and uh, Random International. Random International is a duo. Uh, they uh, what they call you know like can they like blue chip artists. So like they're like really well known, established artists, big name. They're represented by Pace Gallery, which is like one of the biggest galleries in the world. So. They, they, they have like really important artworks in collections, like big museums. And uh, they've been uh, interested in what, what flocking behavior for many, many years. And so and they've been researching and many of their artworks were connected to this. And so actually this collection is a kind of ex- extension of this research. And uh, uh, what actually... It's uh, the, 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 like the actual the artwork consists of two big parts. One of it is NFT collection, uh, and the second part is what we call mother flock. So this is a uh, it's all NFTs bring together, and the individual NFTs they're just individual flocks. So when you're buying an NFT, you're buying a small flock of ori- origami like creatures. Like, if it leads us aside, uh, I think like we will lose in you. Probably your listeners. You should this is aside. It all makes more sense than you just uh, have visuals visual. and like uh, yeah, it's 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 not that complicated and it's beautiful. And for the record, uh, we we actually for some reason Andy and you and and, and myself we should mentioned that uh, OG Crystals was not just two co-founders, but three of us. Again, the same scheme as here. It was third member, very renowned uh, sculptor, contemporary sculptor from, from like from New York, uh, Michael Jew, who his works are related to Crystals uh, through whole hill career. And he does a lot about like this growing and decaying as a concept like of time and effect of time on some objects and life objects. Uh, so it's basically the same principle as it was before. So well-renowned contemporary artist, uh, myself as a co-creator for like digital and uh, NFT part and uh, Snark as development and marketing and many other things. So like both collections share the same concept. And it's all, again, it's about uh, connecting digital world and like regular art world. Again, it's about bridging this gap which shouldn't be there. It, it should be just just an art world. It shouldn't be divided. Uh, so I, I do love the, the fact that uh, uh, it's not like just myself or just just the artist uh, creating something. It's it's a collaboration. Nice. Thank you so much for sharing. For all the NFT noobs out there, where can they buy your art? I think uh, it's not yeah, on eBay. Well, no, for the for the primary sale, like for the initial sale, uh, you can buy it on the on OGR platform. So there would be a date of sale announced, like it's already announced, it's the twenty fifth of October. So and uh, successful sale usually happens within few hours. So like you should uh, like prepare yourself in advance and to to make sure that uh, um, you. Uh, you will have uh, you will show up on time and and buy. Uh, also, there is a wait list that you can subscribe to the wait list and 
we also created like this time we created what we call dynamic uh, wait list. So you can actually improve your position in the line uh, by like doing some like simple uh, challenges. And by, by completing them, you can like move yourself uh, in, into the front um, line. But yes, this is the this is the purchasing process for the secondary sale. It could be uh, like anywhere, any marketplace, like OpenSea, Rarible, uh, LooksRare. It's uh, it's everywhere. Cool. Thank you so much, guys. We are already at the end of this episode. So, if there is someone out there that really uh, do think there are a lot of people out there who want to stalk you a bit further, where can they have a look at the art? Where are you? active as a twitter linkedin what is it well we like look at the art definitely on the ojr platform uh and to find daniel and myself i think discord is the is the best uh if you want to look on images well instagram but i think we can include it in the yeah sure links. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Cool. No, yeah, time but, uh, flew, but seriously, yeah. I know a lot more than uh, than before this uh, recording. So well, hopefully, I'm it's happy. the same for your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope so too. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys, and I hope to see you again, maybe one day at my podcast. <laughs> after after successful sale out uh, <laughs> of the second and <laughs> the third collection. <laughs> deal that's cool nice thank cool. you so much thank you thank you for having us thank you so much for listening in and tune in next tuesday for another episode with another expert from the fields of nfts DeFi, metaverse web3 and much more in the meantime tell us on twitter or linkedin what kind of topic you are interested in and which expert you want to see on our show Follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn, give us five stars on Spotify and help us spread blockchain knowledge.